And that, folks, is my new theme song by the great Daniel Crawley. Hope you guys liked it. Uh, this is the podcast. This is what I've been talking about, man. And I'm gonna jam! I got a new guitar. In case you didn't notice. So... <clears throat> Uh, I saw the messages, the board earlier, and uh, Josh Bruffy wants to know my favorite Mitch Hedberg story. Mitch Hedberg uh, is my all-time favorite comedian. He's got a lot of good uh, bits. I'd have to say probably my favorite one. Of course, everybody likes the... Uh, I like an escalator because it can never really break. You can only temporarily become stairs. You'd never see an escalator that said escalator temporarily out of order. It'd only say escalator temporarily stairs. Sorry for the convenience. See, everybody likes that one. <clears throat> I like the one where he talks about his girlfriend, Lynn. He goes, my old girlfriend's name is Lynn, and, my, and she spells it L-Y-N-N, and my new girlfriend's name is Lynn, and she spells it L-Y-N. Every now and then I mess up. And I call her by her my old girlfriend's name. And she can tell because I don't say mm as long. That's probably one of my favorites. So, And Dawn wants to know about when I got married. So uh, it was it was like a Disney princess kind of wedding there in the Philippines. It was cool um, because it was a lot of... Th- I was nervous. I was really nervous. Especially when they brought me out to a Twilight song. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Twilight. Uh, I have a joke about Twilight, but uh, it's a prop comedy joke, so you guys can't see it. You'll have to come to a live show. So, yeah, it was... I'll just say that my wedding would have been a lot cheaper if it hadn't have been for... (sighs) Pinterest! She would find ideas off Pinterest all the time and be like... Oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. And like, uh, let's do this. <sighs> no. And then I'd start an argument and like, I'd be like, all right, we'll do what you want. So, I haven't grasped the concept of happy wife, happy life yet. But Jeff Allen has that trademark, so I can't go any further with that. Oh, check this out. So, I, I have mentioned this before, but my my ex-girlfriend, the girl I was with before my wife, which I'm not really allowed to talk about too much, but um, anyway, <clears throat> she had parents that loved Jeff Allen, and they, um, I, I used to say, like, I used to tell them, like, I've met somebody sometime, whatever, like, oh, I got to meet this person, I did a show with this person, and they liked Jeff Allen, so I thought, well, that would be kind of cool, maybe I can tell them how I opened for him or whatever. So I was like, yeah, I opened for Jeff Allen. I said, he's a cool guy. That's all I said. And uh, I heard they got mad because they didn't like me name-dropping people. And I was like, okay. So I was like, if I had a daughter dating somebody that I liked, uh, that who had opened for somebody I liked, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. But um, anyway, they didn't like that. So I, I thought, well, I'll just joke around with them. And I, I hung out with Jeff Allen and I got him to video him saying that it was okay for me to name drop him. And they got mad. They took that personal. Really? 
Yeah, so I either ignore my critics or I break up with them. So how do you like that? Yeah, I'm still uh, getting back in the groove. I took guitar lessons for years, and I always enjoyed it. So, um, I want to talk to you guys about something today, though. And uh, the title of this podcast, you probably saw, Guy Walks into Jerusalem. His name is Moses. Well, you're thinking to yourself, Moses didn't go to Jerusalem. He wasn't allowed. Well, we'll talk about that. So, uh... Trust me, I, I, I'm not a Calvin. Well, I don't know. I believe in some of the per, the points of Calvinism, but I don't believe in limited atonement. Uh, limited atonement means that Jesus didn't die for everybody. See, I had this guy at Bible college who knew I wasn't like a flaming hyper-Calvinist, and he came in my room. Basically, Calvinists like are known because they believe in predestination. That's like the big thing. There's like five points to Calvinism, though, and not all of them deal with predestination. But, anyway, so this guy comes in my, my, my friend's room. I was in my friend's room hanging out. My friend wasn't there. This guy came in looking for my friend to ask him something. And he saw me. And he knew I wasn't, like, on the same theological page as him. So he decides to start arguing with me. And he's like, see, you think Jesus died on the cross for everybody, don't you? I was like, uh, yeah. Um, only since, like, nursery school, I believe that. And he's like, well, then he failed because not everybody's going to heaven. I was like, that doesn't mean he failed. That just means they didn't accept him. Whatever. And then finally, I was just like, dude, we got to stop this conversation. At this point, you're just giving me a headache. He's like, well, if God's word gives you a headache, maybe you shouldn't be here. I was like, it's not God's word. It's your word. So... So, I love this new guitar I got. It's cool. It's so cool. Um, so, anyway, a lot of you guys have always probably heard that Moses hit the rock, so he wasn't allowed to go into the promised land. And a lot of people, I've actually Google searched this. I have not found one person that supports what I'm about to tell you. Um, but um, everybody says, oh, well, when he meant the promised land, he meant heaven. Well, well yeah. Heaven is the promised land, but for, let's just play devil's advocate, we're talking about Jerusalem. It was the promised land, especially back then, to them. The land of milk and honey. And, uh, anywho, so, I'm going to read you a couple verses here. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, wait, no, not that one. Uh, this is the, uh, then, this is Deuteronomy 34, 4. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land I promised on an oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When I said, I will give to your descendants, I have let you see it with your eyes, but you will not cross over it. So he told him he wasn't going to cross over it. And then 
Deuteronomy 31, 2, I am now 120 years old, and I am no longer able to lead you. The Lord has said to me, you shall not cross the Jordan. That's Moses talking. But, and then, <clears throat> after the rock, he said, But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not trust me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. Numbers twenty twelve. So... People, people say that, oh, well, when he promised that he was going to deliver them into the promised land, he didn't mean them specifically. He meant the descendants. And uh, I'm trying to find that promise for you. Uh, where is that? Oh, I'm a slacker. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. That's Deuteronomy 31.8. So, I don't know. I'll get to it. But I, uh, I struggle a lot, you know. I, I have my depression and my anxiety and stuff and... It all, it kind of started for me in 2010, it was a bad situation, and then I just kind of spiraled into it a little bit, and, you know, and when I was in Bible college, like, there was this guy that, um, he told me, it was my friend whose room I was in, he told me that, he's like, I don't understand how Moses could go 40 years in the desert and, and get punished for hitting a rock and not be able to go into the promised land and I was just like yeah, man that that stinks but um it's just and and I think he lived with that my friend he didn't graduate and uh, now I don't know what he's doing uh, I don't think he's walking with God uh, I wish he was but um <clears throat> And and when this guy would argue Calvinism with me, I always had to think to myself, you know, I don't understand everything, but, you know, behind all this stuff I don't understand, there's a loving God who created the cosmos and the universe, and he wants to have a relationship with me. 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 The guy who plays Wild Thing on a podcast. I'm still practicing that one again, too. I used to know how to play that all the time. So, anywho. He told Moses he wouldn't lead them into the promised land. He told him he couldn't go at this time. The Lord himself goes before you, and he will be with you. He will never leave you, nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So Moses went up on the mountain and he got to see the land. And then he died. And then, fast forward to the New Testament and the Transfiguration.
the transfiguration of Jesus Christ. And we will go to Matthew 17, 1 through 8. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then there appeared before him Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, who I, who I love. With him I am pleased, well pleased, listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came up and touched them. Get up, he said, don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. That happened on Mount Tabor. Mount Tabor is still in Jerusalem. It's kind of like a, it's kind of flat, and it there's actually some monasteries at the top of it right now. I mean, people are living on the mountain, whatever. I mean, Moses was there. Moses was on Mount Tabor. Mount Tabor is in Jerusalem. Moses entered Jerusalem. He didn't enter at the time that the Jews who were with him did, but the Lord did not deny him entry. He just said, not now. Sometimes God says that. Sometimes we don't like to hear that. Sometimes we need to hear that. So a guy walks into Jerusalem. His name is Moses. Where are you walking right now? And what's your name? What's your name? Little girl. Oh, what's your name? I'm just kidding. I like that song, though. That's like my favorite Skinner song. But, um, so anyway, I don't know. You just think about the, the rough things that we go through. But th there's the promises of, of a better future. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. I have great plans to prosper you and not to harm you. No, I will never harm you. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. That's Isaiah 40:31. Second Corinthians twelve nine and ten. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties, for when I am weak, then I am strong. I can't grasp that. You know I've I've prayed so many times. I've even said, Lord, take away my comedy. Just get rid of this depression and anxiety. If I didn't have the depression and anxiety, I couldn't do comedy. Which comedians are actually funny. Like, except for the depression. You know, 
the ones that aren't funny are the ones that aren't depressed, you know. This is like therapy for me, man. I'm like just chilling here, playing the guitar. Yeah, I, I, nothing against counselors. If you like that sort of thing, if that's for you, go for it. It's not for me. I've tried it. They always give me a woman counselor, and like I always end up feeling like I'm talking to my ex girlfriend. I remember, I literally, literally, I am not kidding. This is not a joke. And I gave her bad feedback on like, rate my doctor. But, um, so I went to see this counselor for like maybe three or four sessions and she's like what do you want to do or whatever like what do you want to do for your, your job and I was like well I said I, I want to do comedy I said I know I'll probably have to work some jobs that I don't necessarily care for until I get there I said I at least want to do something I enjoy she's like well rich everybody hates their job I was like wait a minute your job is to counsel me and you hate it? So why would you give me good advice? <sighs> but we don't have to worry about that. Because we seek... We have the ultimate counselor. We have the ultimate person to go to. And that's Jesus. So, I want to thank you guys. I'm trying to think of a funny story I can tell you. Oh, well. You know, I've... I've had teachers pick on me a lot. In my school career like one teacher actually told me one time she didn't care whether or not I passed or failed as long as she got a paycheck and it was the funniest day when I showed up to substitute teach and she had to hand me the lesson plans <laughs> so uh yeah I just want to encourage you and uh thank you for the opportunity to listen to me and uh yeah I'm uh I'm feeling good about this. I like playing the guitar. And just remember... Especially when I sing. Alrighty. Thank you guys for... Here, let me pray for you. Lord, I just thank you for the opportunity to come to my podcast listeners and just pray that you would bless them this week and um, guide them. And Lord, be strong in our weaknesses. We love you and we delight in you. We praise you. And thank you. And thank you for encouraging us and being with us. And being our future. Amen.